And a good Friday evening as we welcome you into Sabre Stadium for tonight's presentation of Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by TrostLaw.com with the coach Rick Kennedy. I'm Ed Lane, the voice you heard on the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. In case he did not introduce himself enough as he should have, it's not Trey Lyle. Trey is uh, working behind the scenes this evening. Meanwhile, the other one behind the scenes and the voice you heard was Ty Tracy. It's Brookville and Jefferson Forest. Two teams that have almost switched places from where they've been the last couple of years. This is a Jefferson Forest Cavalier team that, as we know, has surged this year to a seven-win, zero-loss record. They're 4-0 in Seminole District play. And the Brookville Bees, meanwhile, they've been remarkably consistent under the tenure of Jonathan Meeks, who's in his 10th season as their head coach, but just 3-4, and 2-2 two and two in district action. And as uh, Coach Meeks mentioned in our East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show, one of the challenges is the depth or lack thereof for the Brookville Bees, whereas the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers have it, they've used it, and they've been as physical as we've seen them, especially, Coach, over the last handful of weeks as we saw Jefferson Forest just manhandle EC Glass last evening, and it got them to the point where they are now, which, of course, is at a fantastic 7-0. How do they keep that train going this evening? Tell you what, this is a great opportunity right now for JF to just continue to establish themselves as the premier team along with LCA in the Seminole District. But the scary part about tonight is this is JF's biggest rivalry, the Brookville Bees, and that always brings in some craziness on a Friday night, especially in high school football. What you want to be careful of and some of my keys to the game are JF cannot start making mistakes tonight. It is just a game of fundamentals, holding out to the football, making plays, dominating the line of scrimmage like they've done recently the last couple of weeks. And that's going to lead them to a victory over the Bees tonight. Coach, you would think after a big 23-0 shutout last week at EC Glass, uh, a team that had had JF's number, they could be primed for a letdown. How much does the recent Brookville success, the Bees have taken six of the last seven, and the fact that it's the rival Brookville, how much does that help reset JF? Well, I tell you what, they they, they needed to have a big week of practice, and they, they needed to be focused because it's so easy to get your emotions involved when you're playing kids across town that you know uh, that you have the big rivalry with, and you cannot let your emotions get the best. You need to play with fundamentals, and that's what's going to help them tonight. Back deep to receive the opening kickoff for the Brookville Bees. Two sophomores and a senior. Note that theme that you'll hear plenty of as Jordan Whitelaw, David Bradley, and Jaden Miller are all back deep to return the kick from Mark Secchi, who does have the leg, to send it sailing into the Impact Church end zone as the Cavaliers kick from right to left toward the parking lot. The Brookville Bees will return left to right toward the scoreboard and the clubhouse. Toe meets leather. It's a line drive kick. Secchi will send this sailing back. And it'll bounce at the L and Cavaliers into the Impact Church end zone for the early touchback. So Brookville will start at their own 20-yard line. And the JF defense, which was fantastic last week, shutting down Michael Thomas, the running back, will go key in on Brookville. And in particular, the backs, Whitelaw, Bradley, and Hughes, who will rotate evenly here for the sophomore quarterback, Lincoln McDaniel. 
I tell you what, what a great weapon they have with a kicker right there with Setsy being able to kick that ball deep and not letting Brookville get a return. And they turn it over to their defense, which was stellar a week ago tonight against the Hilltoppers. McDaniel to work out of the shotgun. He's got three receivers. Two of them are bunched tight to the line of scrimmage. One's now into the backfield. And it's a direct snap and a give to Whitelaw. He's hit at the 21. He'll spin out of a tackle between the hash marks and the numbers on the near side and gets up to the 24. Good yards after contact for Jordan Whitelaw. And he picks up four to set up second and six. Okay, good little run right there. That was really just a power, little power off tackle uh, lead right there. They had extra guys over here on their right side, just tried to outpower uh, the Cavaliers on that run to the right. Second play from scrimmage, second down and six, a double shift. Now a third man in motion and a snap and hand off to Whitelaw left side. He's hit at the 25 and he's brought down there. A nice job to shoot into the gap and bring him down for JF. As it looked like plugging the hole right there among the defenders for the JF Cavaliers were Josiah Bell and Ethan Boone, who both came up in a good ankle tackle for a one-yard gain to set up third down and five. Yeah, Ethan Boone right there playing out of the middle, middle linebacker spot right there. Great job reading, coming downhill, was able to stick that for a short gain. Up under center this time is McDaniel. It's a pitch to Whitelaw left side. Stops at the 25. Nothing doing there. He's brought down immediately on the far side. And that time, JF surging into the backfield. It was Bryce Wood, another linebacker. He's in on the stop. And the Brookville offense goes three and out. Well, I tell you what, right now, JF's again picking right up defensively. They are penetrating. You got people flying around to the football, and they are not able to get to the edge right there. Great job by the linebackers pursuing coming up field. Damian Williams dropping back to about the 37-yard line as a low snap, but plenty of time to field it. No rush. It's not deep. It looked rushed as it will bounce at the 46 of JF, take a Brookville roll, and stop around the 38. So eight extra yards on the roll and salvages what was not exactly a spectacular punt for David Schmidt. It was a loose snap that he had to pick up off the turf, but he kept his composure and all told for Brookville. You'll take that even though the Cavaliers have excellent field position. First and 10 as the referees will mark it at the 39. Well, here we go. The Cavaliers offense right now is a pounded, pounded, pounded offense with their big front line. And we'll see what the bees have uh, defensively lining up right here. To come up against the Cavaliers. Bell out of the shotgun, two minutes into the opening quarter, and the first play from scrimmage for JF. Two men in motion, including Wrigley Calling, who got excited and sprinted forward, and that creates a false start. Yeah, again, those are the things we talked about now. They, they need to just settle down right here, not put themselves in negative positions. That was a negative play, minus five yards right there before the ball was even snapped. So now it's back to first and 15 from their own 34. Cavalier is going in the wrong direction here and the early going. Ball spotted, left hash mark. Cavaliers, black pants, black jerseys, black helmet, red numerals and lettering with the white trim and the red face mask. In motion, this time it's Parker, and this time another flinch for JF as it looked like Cam McClendon, the wide receiver, as well as the place kicker, flinched on the left side while Cameron Parker was in motion. And JF, two pre-snap penalties, have them back for first and 20, and they have yet to even take a snap on offense. Yeah, again, I don't know what the issue is right there. I don't know uh, if they just cannot hear or, or what the situation would be. I don't know 
I saw the center. You looked a little confused on that too. So, um, two two big losses right here to start the game offensively. Now it's Blake and Hammersmith split wide. JF trying something different. It is a man in motion. It's Parker. He's hitting the backfield in a twenty-seven, and he's brought down right there. He tried to cut forward and was hit immediately as the hole was plugged. And give credit to the linebacker Landon Brown, the senior captain for Brookville, the junior captain, excuse me, who came up and made this stop. And it'll be second down and 20, all told for JF. It's actually no gain, which that's a very friendly spot. Yeah, again, no no gain right there. That was the rocket motion where you cut back up the middle right there. And it looks like Brookville's sitting in a 3-4 uh, defense right here, walking their linebacker and safety up. This time it's a snap, a give to Parker. Into round far side, stops 25-30, turns the corner at the 35, and it looked like he kind of slid going out of bounds at the 35. He's not quite back to the 39, which is the original line of scrimmage, but it's a more manageable third down, and we'll call it 15. As they say, Parker is out at the 34, and it looked like on this wet field turf, it was raining earlier in the day. The sun never really came out to dry things up, and it didn't get hot enough to do that either. It looked like Parker kind of skidded there, and so it's third and 15 for the Cavaliers. Yeah, they had a little bit over there on the edge, but they ran out of real estate when he stepped out of bounds after that minimal gain. Bell takes the shotgun snap. He drops back. He looks to throw on third and 15 to the right. Ball caught, 45, up to about the 48. It looked like it was Johnson who stepped out of bounds about a yard shy from the first down. They'll say it's two yards shy of the first down. JF needs to get to their own 49. They got to the 47, but at least it gives them some consideration on fourth and two. And you're in that awkward spot where you could line up and go for it, and even if you don't snap it, a delay of game penalty theoretically should not impede the punt. Well, I tell you what, fourth and two right here. This is a big opportunity right now for both of these teams to get some momentum. Cooling to the left of Bell, who's giving a hard count out of the shotgun, has yet to take the snap. Brookville... Has not flinched on the line. Now Bell looks like he's going to drop back and punt this thing away, and that's exactly what he will do. It may have been partially deflected, but it takes a JF roll, bouncing at the 28, inside the 20, inside the 10, and it'll roll to a stop on the far hash mark at the 5. What a punt for JF, and if you're going to play field position, that's exactly how to line up and do it as the punt gives it back to Brookville deep in their own territory. Well, we've seen JF pretty regular on fourth down. Do that exact same thing. Look like they're going to do a play, try to get a draw with a hard count, and then go ahead and just let Josiah Bell drop back and pooch kick it. And, man, he got the roll that he wanted that time. But, hey, credit to the Brookville Bees. They, they did a three and out. And uh, so now they turn it back over to their offense in their own territory. 848 remaining opening quarter. Each team is at a drive. Each team going three and out. So, Brookville – Back to work at their own five and taking the shotgun snap. A direct snap is Whitelaw. Sutter steps up to the 10, and he's tripped up right around there for progress to the 11. They say the ball popped out. It did, and it's recovered by JF. That ball popped out right as Whitelaw was going down, and JF right there to pounce on it. There were three black Cavalier jerseys, and the Cavaliers are now set up in prime field position at the Brookville 12. Wow, great job right there to get it. Brookville is trying to overpower based on formations. They had two uh, wingbacks right there behind the tight end, and they were just trying to power off tackle, and he got popped, and the ball came straight out. Good job by JF defense. Yes, indeed. They were able to get a hat on the ball. They were not fooled by the direct run from Whitelaw. So JF has it at the Brookville 12 on the left hash mark, working 
toward the left, impact church end zone, closer to the school parking lot. Bell to work out of the shotgun, cooling behind him. Now cooling steps up to the right. A man in motion, it's a give to Parker off the right side, 10 to the five, brings a crease, and he's into the impact church end zone for a touchdown. Great job right there. They came right back with that same play. They like running the rock in motion over the top where he can take a pitch and go wide, but if he takes the handoff, he's going to cut back up the front, up the middle right there, and he got a great push by the offensive line. He had a little cutback lane and right into the end zone. JF, first one on the board, hitting that impact touchdown zone. Jefferson Forest, they will line up now to attempt the more traditional extra point. It's worth noting Cam McLennan actually missed an extra point last week that we had a big field goal in the 23-0 win against EC Glass. Snap a little low. Good job pulling it up. Emma Clinton's kick is down the middle, and it's 7-0. Jefferson Forest leading Brookville. 8.39 to go first quarter on Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by TrostLaw.com. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. It's natural to wonder why you should consult a legal advocate after a serious auto accident. The reason is personal injury cases are complex. Hi, I'm Randy Trost with Trost Law. Filing a claim isn't just about filling out a form and waiting for a check in the mail. Most accident resolutions require intricate knowledge of Virginia's personal injury laws and experience working with insurance companies. That's where Trost Law will help. Call us at 777-HURT and visit Trost Law so we can do the work to obtain the best results. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. Forest, 7 to nothing lead over Brookville after the Bees coughed it up at the 12. And JF on the short field, one play, touchdown run from Cameron Parker. He finds the impact church end zone, 7-zip JF, 8.39 to go opening quarter. It's a high but not particularly deep kick, and it's fielded by Whitelaw at the 4, up to the 10, 15, 20, straight up the gut to about the 24, where he's hit and brought down, and that's where the Brookville offense will begin their third drive of the game. And if you're playing the field position game, the 20, the 5, and the 24, where Brookville, they have begun this evening, the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers have started at their own 39 and at the Brookville 12. Field position edge, much like the scoreboard, the nod goes to JF. Yeah, great job right there. Another long, deep, high kick, but it was able to get a return. But good job by the by the kickoff team staying in their lanes and closing in uh, for that tackle. A lot of shifting going on right now for the Brookville Bees as McDaniel waits for them to get set, and it's a direct snap to Whitelaw, left side, 25. He tries to dive up to about the 27-28 off the left side, and he's brought down there. It's a gain of, we'll call it four, to the 28. Second down, and they'll actually spot it at the 29, so second and five coming up for Brookville. I tell you, interesting offensive strategy right here coming out of Coach Meeks right now. They're, they're really just running a power offense. It's all they're doing. They're shifting guys around. They're they're unbalanced or they're shifting people over and they're just trying to outnumber uh, the Cavaliers at the point of attack. Logan McDaniel this time he's up under center and it'll be a handoff to the up back hit it about the 29 forward progress gets to the 30, maybe the 31 and a good job getting the carry 
right up to there. It looked like Elijah Hughes, the fullback. No, it's Micah Penix, not to be confused with Michael Penix, the Washington Huskies Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. Micah Penix, no relation, was in at fullback for Brookville in game two. Well, I tell you what, that was a quick hitter right at the gut. He was either a zero trap right at the center or it was a quick dive where they thought they were going to hit a gap. Either way, he got stuck. Goal is their own 34. Brookville snapping it from the 31. Whitelaw tries to evade a tackler for JF. He cannot hit at the 31, up to the 32, and he's bottled up right there. Devin Parks leading the way for JF defensively, and it'll be fourth down and about three coming up for the Bees. i tell you what, Ethan Bones having a great game right now, coming out of, out of uh, Mike Linebacker's spot right there. He is not getting blocked. They are not getting any alignment up on him. And he's just free-flowing right to the spot to hit him right on the line right there for a minimal game. Brookville Bees quickly to the line after breaking the huddle. Watching out for the hard counter. The JF Cavaliers on what's fourth and two. And somebody jumped into the neutral zone. But getting back was bright and wit. So no flag because it did not induce anybody for Brookville to move. Missed opportunity there for a young Bees offensive line. If Wit gets into the neutral zone and you flinch, you've got the offside. And now JF... Bowing up with their discipline. Timeout. Brookville will take it with them. Fourth and two coming up from their own 32. They trail at Jefferson Forest. Seven to nothing. 624 to go in the first quarter on JF Cavalier Football presented by Trostlaw.com. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by Trost Law. The question, how aggressive will the Brookville Bees be coming out of this timeout, trailing at Jefferson Forest 7-0, six and a half to go in the opening quarter. It looks like they might be aggressive as they've got Jordan Whitelaw, the senior captain, back ready to take a direct snap on fourth and two from their own 32 with the ball spotted in the middle of the field. Cavaliers, five-man front. Whitelaw gets the snap, turns to the left. No chance. He is bottled up at the 30-yard line. Jefferson Forrest with the stub and play coming in to make the tackle. Cooper Zuloff and Josiah Bell for JF leading the way defensively. Some new names you haven't heard much from. JF reading that play perfectly, and they get a great field position boost. Tackling Whitelaw at the Brookville 31 on fourth and two. Nobody blocked him, and he tackled him in the backfield clean. Shotgun snap for JF. Bell takes it himself. Left side plows his way off the left side of the line of scrimmage. Down to about the 27, a gain of four for JF. And you know, that's the double-edged sword of going for it deep in your own territory. You called it, Coach, the Brookville at 3-4 and four and 2-2 two and two in the district. They don't have much to lose in terms of the idea of going for it, already trailing 7 nothing on the road, but give JF's credit, defense credit, for stepping up. I tell you, you know, watching, you know, Coach Meeks had the films. He's seen what the defense has done. That, that was a high-risk call right there with as good as the defense has looked, especially the front. 
Ball snapped to Josiah Bell from the middle of the field at the 27 of Brookville. Handoff to Cooling. He goes to the right side. There's not much at all. Wrigley Collin gets down to maybe the 26. We'll call it a gain of one and give some credit there to Brookville's defensive front as Jordan Craighead, the senior defensive lineman, 267 pounds of him, led the way defensively to set up third and five. Yeah, they did a good job right there getting a, getting a running back. Uh, Cowling stopped on the line of scrimmage before he could get some momentum going north and south. Cowling now to the left of Bell out of the shotgun and a man in motion. It's a pitch to Johnson. Stops 30, turns the corner 25, stays on his feet. He has spun down, but does a good job to lunge to the 20-yard line and give Jefferson Forrest a first down. That's a heads-up run by... Damian Williams there to read where the first down marker is and lunge forward and get the extra yard to move the sticks. Well, rocket sweep. And here's the thing. Brookfield Bees know that's one of their favorite plays. The rocket sweep right there, and they still were able to not be able to get there. Why? Because of the blocking. Blocking by the corner or by the uh, wide out on the corner by the wing uh, on the outside linebacker, stealing the end and finding a run zone. Seven minutes into the opening 12-minute frame here at Sabre Stadium, and 7-zip is also what JF has in their favor on the scoreboard, but they want to grow it. They're 20 yards from the impact church end zone. Shotgun snap on the way to Josiah Bell. It's a handoff to Parker. Off the right side, he didn't get anything at all trying to go that way as he's tripped up and brought down by Landon Brown. We've called his name a couple times as the senior captain and the linebacker for Brookville came up to make the stop. Got some help from David Bradley, the defensive back in on run coverage. Second and 10 coming up for the Cavaliers. Yeah, nothing right there. And what Brookville's doing right now is they're playing man coverage on the wideouts. They're sticking the corners on them, and they're playing nine people up in the box. Even though the safety is about seven yards deep, he's playing run the whole way. So they're essentially got nine guys in the box with the safety moving up. Josiah Bell will wait the shotgun snap. Cooling to his right. In motion goes Parker. A pitch far side. 25 turns the corner. Far side number 20. 15, 10, 5. And you can hear by the PA announcer reading that. He sprints into the impact church end zone for the JF touchdown. Well, they came right back and ran the same play. The rocket sweep to the wide side of the field to the right side. They had enough room. They had enough guys out there making their block. And he had the speed to get there. And turn it up the sideline, untouched for the big score, going into the impact end zone for the second time tonight, the JF Cavaliers. On to attempt. Now you feel it. You wake up, step outside and go, wow, it's getting cold. It's going to get colder too. So now is the time to call Black Goose Chimney Service. Plenty of Virginia homeowners are calling Black Goose Chimney Service to make sure their chimneys are ready for the cold winter months. Don't get stuck with a cold house when you can enjoy the warmth of a fireplace, wood stove, and comfy, cozy home. Call Black Goose Chimney Service and visit blackgoose.net. Football is here, and what pairs better with football than wings? East Coast Wings and Grill has America's best wings with 50 flavors to choose from, like their fan favorites, Honey Barbecue, Raging Ranch, Teriyaki Ginger, Caribbean, and so much more. Mix any flavor with one of their seven heat indexes to get the perfect heat for you. Also try their Angus Beef Burgers, like the mac and cheese burger topped with onion rings. Visit EastCoastWings.com for a full menu. East Coast Wings and Grill, 193.99 Forest Road in Lynchburg. 
It seems like the cost of everything is on the rise, but Erie Insurance can help make sure your auto insurance premium isn't one of them. Avoid rate increases with Erie Rate Lock. Even if you have a claim, your rates won't go up until you change your car, driver, or address. Your local Erie agent is Andy Matthews Insurance Agency. Visit us at askandysagents.com. Erie Rate Lock is not available in all states. Other conditions and limitations at erieinsurance.com. Go to erieinsurance.com for company licensure well, and product details. Good job by the kick team getting down there, making a tackle just short, just on the 30-yard line. This is actually the best field position so far for the Bees. It is. At their own 30-yard line is where they start. Cavaliers bunched up with a six-man front off the right side. Ball hits the turf. JF says they've got it again. And it looked like a fumbled exchange, and the Cavaliers have it again. JF, right place, right time, as Logan McDaniel just could not secure the ball and get a clean handoff to Jordan Whitelaw. And JF, once again, will start deep in Brookville territory, or relatively deep at the Brookville 29-yard line. Right there, he just shot that A gap. That center, I think, has been getting hit all night so far from that A gap. He, he messed up the snap right there, and then the quarterback mishandled it, and Witt was right there to jump on it. Josiah Bell out of the shotgun, cooling to his right. Cavaliers will give it to Bell on a QB keeper. He just plows his way off the left side of the line of scrimmage and down to about the 25. Some late pushing and shoving going on as it looked like it was Brighton Witt getting into it with. Craighead, the defensive lineman for Brookville, and no official threw a flag on that, but that's a situation worth monitoring. Well, I tell you what, I tell you, Britt and Witt, if they were keeping track of pancake blocks for the season, uh, Brandon Witt may have a school record because he is downfield laying people on their backs and pancaking them uh, multiple times a game. The senior captain for JF. With one there. This time it's a snap and an inside give to Cameron Parker. And the misdirection did not fool Brookville. He's brought down, surging into the backfield, Caleb Spano. And we'll call his name again, Landon Brown, who's had a great first quarter for Brookville, despite the fact that the first quarter has not gone their way, trailing 14 0. Well, I tell you what, that was, uh, again, one of their plays. That was their counter, wing counter, uh, that they like to do with a misdirection right there. And Brooklyn did a great job set up for that play. Either somebody missed a block or they had a blitz coming to a zone that they weren't looking for, a blocker in that zone, and that's what happened. It is crucial for Brookville to get a stop on third and 11. Bell drops back, looks left, fires, called. Raekwon Blake had it, dropped it at the 22. As he had that ball and the hit from Jaden Miller, the sophomore defensive back, to help jar that loose. But that's one that Blake should have had. And it would have set up JF with about a fourth and two. Instead, it's fourth down and 11. Yeah, nice little about a seven, eight yard That's comeback. He had the separation. Josiah Bell put it right where it needed to be, but he wasn't able to secure it and bring it in before the contact from the corner right there. And he ended up dropping it, putting it on the turf. Cam McClendon, five of seven from field goal range, including one from 45 yards and also one from 44 that bounced off the crossbar against Rustburg. Cavalier is not looking for a 48-yard attempt on fourth and 11. Instead, it's Bell out of the shotgun, fires pass to the right side, and he was looking over on the far side flat for Luke Hawkins, and it sails over his hands, and it's incomplete, and it's a turnover on downs, and Brookville with the fortunate break as they held up defensively in a must-have defensive stand 
trailing 14 zip at JF, 222 to go first quarter. Then you had a little bit of a misfire by Josiah Bell. That ball was a little high. Uh, had a possibility for a catch, but it would have been a tough one. And now Brookfield Bees get the ball back. They do. They give to Whitelaw left side. He's got an opening, 35. Sheds a tackle there, 40. Stops at the far side, 45, into JF territory. To the 45, he's brought down in front of the Brookville bench. And that might be the spark the Brookville Bees need as they, for the first time this evening, get into JF territory, and we'll get their next snap at the 45. Yeah, that's the first big offensive play we've seen out of the bees right there. Again, coming back with the power off tackle to the left side. They had the extra blocker over there with the unbalance, and he was able to find a crease. Five-man front, three down linemen, and two edge players for JF. Give Whitelaw left side, hit 44. And forward surge gets him down to about the 42, a pickup of three. As that time, Brookville just slammed in the middle of the JF defense, albeit not much doing. Devin Parks was there to help with the stop for JF. Well, three yards right there, but uh, Coach Meeks came straight back, ran the exact same play, and they just had the big gain out right there. And that time, JF did a little better job filling the hole. Brookville. So the line of scrimmage rather quickly. McDaniel up under center. This time it's another give to Whitelaw. Brookville riding him. 40. Slips the tackle at the 35. He's got another first down as he's finally hit at the 34. And forward progress gets him down to the 33. It's a first down for Brookville on the gain of nine. Yeah, another, that time they ran it back over here to the right side. Safety did a good job coming up filling, but uh, he missed the tackle. Right there. Otherwise, it would have been a minimal gain. Now it turned into a big gain, big first down. 125 remaining first quarter, 14-0 JF leading, but Brookville on the move at the Cavalier 33. Snap, this time it's a give to the up back and just powering inside the 30, down to about the 28 on the inside give to Micah Penix as the senior captain, who will play tight end at times, was lined up at fullback there. I guess you could call him an H-back as he picks up about five for second down and five coming up to Brookville. I tell you what, that was uh, that was just a big push right at the middle. All the offensive linemen had uh, no splits, almost uh, their feet were right next to each other, and they just wedge blocked, and he just ran right up in the middle right there, and he had a good push for the positive yards. So a shotgun snap coming up, and it's taken, dropping back, looking to the right, now firing over to the left side, and incomplete from McDaniel. As he had a man, David Schmidt, it looked like, open on the far side. And he just overthrew him into the sideline and incomplete. Well, they're two number ones. Both ran the same route. They both ran about six, seven yards out. And uh, the corners bailed out. He had plenty of really room right there open for the throw. And the quarterback sailed it way over top of his head. It's probably four-yard, four-down territory here. Third and five for Brookville from the JF 28. This time a snap, give left side, White Law slips the tackle at the 30. Left side, 25, he's got the first down before being shoved into the bench around the 20. But he needed five, gained eight. It's a first down for Brookville as they're on the move. Trailing 14 zip here at Sabres Stadium, 30 seconds to go first quarter. Well, they're really finding something off that left side right there. And, and that time again, JF did a pretty decent job, but he was able to bounce it. There was no outside help on the bounce, and that's why it turned into the first down run. 
Up under center now, McDaniel. He's got an eye formation behind him and six men up in the line for JF. Give Whitelaw tried to cut, may have slipped, gets nowhere, maybe a half yard to the 19. And that's probably how this first quarter will end. Uh, that was power right. I mean, uh, Brookville, again, they're not showing a lot of a lot of variety here. They're, they're running power left off tackle, power right off tackle. And they're just coming right at you right now. And the, and the JF defense has done a pretty good job. Up until this series, the first series, where we see the Bees be able to make some big runs and make some plays. Cavaliers have made some. They need to make some more as Brookville's on the move. Trailing at Jefferson Forest, 14-0 after one on JF Cavalier Football, presented by TrojanLaw.com. 